Hello and welcome to the Millennial Minimalist Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Foss, and together with my co-host, Lauren Morley, our mission is to help you simplify your life and live with greater intention. Together, let's live more with less. Hi, everyone. Today, we're talking about how to pack light and travel like a minimalist to help you feel lighter wherever your next getaway takes you. As you know, we are both big advocates of traveling with a carry-on only. And in this episode, we each share our packing systems to help you eliminate the what-ifs and create space for your most useful items. We open by talking about our recent vacations to Greece and Paris, and we go into detail about how we each organize our carry-ons and personal items to motivate you to pack with intention. We also share share our simple and effective packing hacks, pre-flight and in-flight tips, and how we manage our diets while traveling. You will learn about the benefits that come with packing and traveling light, including making it easier to move around the airport and make decisions once you reach your destination. Plus, you will learn about the importance of doing a post-travel packing audit to help you keep on track. Whether your next travel plan is a weekend trip or a longer escape, Our goal is to teach you how to simplify how you pack and travel for good. Be inspired to travel with a carry-on and start feeling the benefits of a lighter and more relaxed experience. So just so you all know, we just got back from a walk together this morning and it was so much fun, Lauren. It was so great. And we we didn't talk about our trips, which is good because that way it's more organic today. We can share, share how each of our trips went. So yeah. I didn't even realize we didn't talk about our trips. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we had so much other stuff to catch up on. <laughs> exactly. Which is good. Which is good. So today we are going to talk about how to pack and travel like a minimalist. Lauren has always been the expert in this category, as many of you know. And over the years, you've really, really helped me. And uh, for those of you who have been listening for a long time now, you'd know that on Lauren and I's big trip to Italy back in the day, <laughs> Lauren arrived to my apartment all ready with her tiny little carry-on, her little sweater around her shoulders. And <laughs> I looked at her like, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking how last time I was in Europe, it was before we had the podcast. That's crazy. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah. So Lauren so just, yeah, you just came back from Paris. Yeah, it was so nice. Can't wait to hear about that. I also just got back from Greece, which many of you may have seen also on our Instagram page, shared some photos of that. And yeah, so basically this past summer, I was completely burnt out. I've just been overworking myself. And so I was really looking for a relaxing vacation, something where I didn't have to get dressed up every night and have to go out and party and drink. I wanted the opposite of that. And uh, so my boyfriend was already in Athens, Greece for a little conference. And so I went there and uh, the two of us originally wanted to go to one of the islands, but we thought, well, why don't we why don't we explore outside of Athens? There's this wellness retreat that we found, and it's 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 called Euphoria Retreat. And we went there for five nights, and it was absolutely incredible. It was exactly what you could expect. It was all about relaxation. Uh, you know, I used the pool every day. I read my books, my audiobooks, keep in mind, and I would do my little walks with the audiobooks. A lot of yoga, stretching. I didn't take that many yoga classes, but yeah, it was it was really really nice. And obviously about healthy eating, everything that I was looking for. 
So basically coming back, I, I realized a lot of things like, you know, when you come back from vacation, you're like, oh, wow, like, this is a vacation where I don't need another vacation after taking vacation, which is the best type of vacation, in my opinion. <laughs> and so I, I came back and I was like, wow, like my skin is more clear. I have more energy. And I thought to myself, well, probably it's because to be honest, I didn't sleep that well there because the time changed seven hour difference. It was really, really hard in the beginning, uh, but we got through it. But I learned that it there was it was really food focused this health retreat about like healthy eating and eating more calories for me anyways and you know I was eating very like healthy snacks and meals and it really made me realize it gave me some ideas for simple snack ideas but it also made me realize that I wasn't probably getting all the nutrients that I need and so I I came back and I've felt a little bit better since and I have these new ideas for recipes and yeah it's been pretty pretty awesome Oh, yeah. It's so nice to get back from a trip with new ideas of stuff to make, even though I definitely can't cook like the French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you learn, Lauren? Yeah. So my boyfriend and I went to Paris. So oh, it was nice. definitely not a like spa trip. We were sightseeing the whole time, <laughs> but it was amazing. We did a little day trip to Belgium. We just took the train over. It's so nice once you're in Europe, how you can just get to other countries so quickly and easily. And yeah, it was amazing. We did, like I said, we did a lot of museums and art galleries and saw the Louvre and the parks. And yeah, it was really nice. I wanted to do a little day trip just to like the Champagne region just outside the city, but we only had six days there. So we didn't get a chance to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And you carried on as usual. I did do a carry on. Every time I travel, I always pick up new ways to like simplify it more and make it more easy and more efficient. So I definitely have stuff to share with the listeners today that just can make packing so effortless. And and when you really nail it and are able to pack lightly and pack efficiently, it can make your trip so much easier. Like flying, going through security, getting to the hotel, it just all those little headaches can you can really bypass if you can pack properly. Yes, yes. Actually going back to our Italy trip again, you and I both brought carry-ons. You inspired me to pack less on that vacation and we had a few trains that we were taking between Venice and Rome and Florence and Orvieto and so it was so easy for us because we had only a few things with us, which was great. And that was for 11 days, keep in mind. And so ever since then, and ever since my previous travels, as I, as many of you know, I used to live in Asia and back in the day I lost a suitcase. So that was actually my initial inspiration to never check a bag ever again. <laughs> but honestly, even if that didn't happen, I have learned that carrying on is is honestly the best in so, so many ways. A little story I want to share is that actually before I went on my plane ride to Athens, I thought to myself, well, I should probably book my seat in advance because I don't want a middle seat for a long haul flight. You know, a, a, an almost 10 hour flight. I was like, oh gosh, and it's a night flight and I cannot sleep sitting up. I know you can, Lauren. Lauren, you could literally sleep standing up. It's amazing. <laughs> I probably do. <laughs> yeah. it's It amazes me how you do that. Like you'll be reading and then you just like fall on your computer and start sleeping. It's amazing. So I got a seat and yeah, so I got my window seat. And then on the plane, I realized that a few of the seats in the back 
were available. And I was thinking to myself, and oh, I had a guy beside me and I was thinking, oh, I, 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 I can't sleep this way. And I thought, well, you know, after an hour of trying to fall asleep, I said to myself, it took me like five seconds. I was like, okay, I'm going to ask a flight attendant if I can move. Like, and it was pitch dark. Like, everybody was sleeping at this point. And yeah. then I took all my stuff and I started, and I kind of looked weird because I had a bunch of pillows and I was walking up and down the aisles, trying to find one of those areas where it has like three seats that I could lay down. And the entire plane looked, it was actually packed at this point. And I couldn't find anything. It was so embarrassing because anybody who was awake was staring at me. And so I was like rushing around. And finally, this guy randomly came up to me. He's like, over there, over there. And it was like the back, back of the plane, the only three seats empty. So I sprawled. I ended up sleeping. It was amazing. Oh, that's so nice. Our Yeah, our flight wasn't full on the way there. And I saw people lying down sleeping. Yeah, it is the best. <laughs> If you are in economy, try to find three seats and try to lay down. It's awesome. So yeah, so that was my little plane story. Also, in addition to grabbing your seat ahead of time, I think it's uh, with Air Canada anyways, like on the day that you check in, you can actually choose your seat for free, which is awesome. And I recommend, so when it comes to long hauls, you get a meal, right? You okay. get a couple meals. And I remember the last time I was a long haul, there was a lady around me who got her meal in advance. And I was like, wow, you don't have to wait. Your meal just comes. So I realized that if you actually choose one of the special meals, which by the way, they have like 15 different offerings, gluten-free, vegetarian, paleo, all those things, you get your meal ahead in advance. <laughs> yeah. And it's healthier. I feel like they give yeah. you actual fruit or salad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I said, oh, I'm gluten-free, even though I'm not that gluten-free. I try to be, but uh, it was such a healthy meal. Got it first. And I remember the guy beside me, he was like, hey, so how'd you get your meal so fast? I was like, yeah, this is a little trick. <laughs> yeah. No, that's smart. I've done that before. Oh, you have? Okay. Okay. I get the vegetarian option and they, they'll bring it to you beforehand. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Okay. So let's go on to our carry-on travel hacks. Again, we both only travel for carry-on even... Not even just for like over weekend overnights, but also trips for weeks on end. We can just go with the carry-on. It's awesome. I remember you went to see your parents one time and all you took was your tennis racket and you just put a pair of underwear in your tennis racket bag and got on the train. I'm like, we're the same person. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, I only need a change of underwear. I can wear the same clothes I'm going into on the way back. <laughs> I probably brought a toothbrush too, but I tell you, Lauren, funny that you brought that up. I remember playing tennis and finding underwear in my tennis racket. Thing. So that's not fun. So make sure that you like <laughs> take that out. Remember, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is one thing I did differently this time and it was incredible. So as most of our listeners know, and unless you're new listening to this podcast, Kelly are, are, and I are big on outfits. We have the dividers that divide outfits so I literally just went into my casual section and was like, I'm gone for seven days. And I just picked, pulled out seven outfits and it was so easy, but I put them all on dry cleaning hangers and zipped them up in a coat bag to keep my clothes protected. And then when I got there, I just hung up the coat bag and unzipped the coat 
part off of it and all of my clothes were hung up in the closet and it took me 10 seconds. So it was, wow. yeah, it was so nice. It was so efficient. I just put a pair of shoes in the bottom of my suitcase, folded the coat bag with the hangers over it, put my toiletry bags in there. And then I brought my purse and it was so easy and nice. So that was one big travel hack that I came up with this time. And it just kept my clothes protected. I like had all my outfits lined up and it made packing and unpacking super efficient. So Whoa, that is such a good idea. I do remember that you do like to take out your clothes and hang them up when you're on vacation. I do, yeah. 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 Another one is when you're going through security, you have to you have to bring out your liquids. If you're just bringing a carry on, you can't mix them in. Um, so I always Kelly knows this, but I save perfume samples. Like if you order from Sephora or if you're in there, sometimes they'll send you a perfume sample. Those are perfect for when you're traveling or shampoo samples. You can just sift them in a little bag to bring on your carry on. So it makes it so easy to go through security. And another huge thing it's you know, when you're in the airport, you always see people walking around with the head pillows, the big head pillows. Oh, yeah. So I have a blow up one. Okay. So it's so tiny. It's like the size of like, it, it's just very flat. It's like the size of a card almost. And you pull it out, unravel it and blow it up. And then you have this really nice neck pillow you can fall asleep on on the plane, but it doesn't take up any room in your, your bag. So because I always get on the plane and I'll read. And then if I get tired, I just bring out that thing and blow it up and fall asleep for a bit. And then you can pack it away. So you, if you're taking a carry on, especially to Europe, or if you're going for a week or longer, these little things that save a lot of room in your bags make a huge difference because like every square inch is you need it. Yeah, I completely agree. That is really, really good advice. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And for some people who don't carry on regularly, uh, yeah, I think uh, the majority of airlines, they do have the rule that you're, you should pack uh, any liquids under 100 milliliters each. Into yeah, and, one you can't, and you can't have more than a thousand. So you can have 10 things, or at least last time I read it, 10 things under 100 milliliters. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so a few other, obviously I bring an iPad or a Kindle to read all my books on that saves a lot of space. If you want to bring multiple books, you can also watch movies on an iPad or listen to podcasts on your phone. Uh, I bring a laundry bag that separates any dirty clothes while I'm away. So when you get back and you're unpacking, it makes it so much more efficient to just pull out the laundry bag and have to wash those clothes. Uh, if you are just taking a carry on, wear your bulkiest items on the plane. Yes. So your bulkiest shoes, your bulkiest coat, your bulkiest sweater so that, you, I mean, you want to be comfortable, but if it, it's easier to like wear your heavier coat on the plane, then pack your heavier coat. So, cause we went in the fall. So I, I didn't need a jacket while I was there. And uh, bring a reusable water bottle. That's a big hack because you can fill it up once you're past security. So just as long as you drink the water before you go through security, you can fill it up after. It will save you money in the long run because water bottles are like more expensive at airports. Yeah. (laughs) And my last tip, Kelly and I just interviewed the Proof Underwear founders. It came out. It will probably be a couple of weeks from when you're listening to this now. And I, so I packed that underwear and I was like, if I don't get my period while I'm there, then I just have a, like underwear I can wear. Cause you can just wear it as normal underwear. 
but I, I did end up wearing it on the flight for eight hours and it was so comfortable and it just made such a difference when you're traveling, not having to worry about bringing feminine products and bring them on the flight and changing them. So that underwear really held up. <laughs> that is awesome. Actually, a, a, a mutual friend of ours actually just mentioned that to me, that she wore it on the plane just in case. And she says it was so comfortable, felt very fresh. And huh, that, that's interesting. Yeah, no, it's really nice. It was really nice. I'm glad I had it for the trip. So those are really great tips to add on. I love how you said wear your heavier clothing clothing items. Also, shoes, wear your heaviest boots if you have boots or your heaviest running shoe. And something else I recommend is bringing a sweater for the plane that adds to probably one of the most bulkier items because I find that planes get cold at some point. Sometimes it gets yeah. really cold. So, And you can also use a sweater as your pillow. That's what I did. Yeah. yeah. Air Canada gives you a pillow and a blanket. Air Canada gives you the world's tiniest pillow. Oh, yeah. It is small. <laughs> And I'm the kind of person that sleeps with three pillows every night. Actually, it's funny. One of the flight attendants, when she came to the, she came to give you my snack, she goes, wow, you've got so many pillows because I took, because there was no middle seat between the original seat I was in. So the guy uh, didn't take it. So I took that pillow and my other pillow. And then there were three pillows on this one. So I had five pillows. Plus oh I had my, my sweater. So I was sleeping on five pillows and a sweater, but five pillows on Air Canada makes one pillow. So yeah. Um, did you fall asleep on the plane? I did for three hours. Oh, yeah, oh wow. That's amazing. Yes. Which you know me. It's, I, uh, it's hard Italy, to sleep. Yeah. yeah. I never slept. I never slept. And I was, I guess I was up for almost two days. It was, yeah, that was. Oh I yeah. Was, you get overly tired. It was bad, but I somehow like was fine. That was weird. I somehow survived that trip, but, um, okay. To add on to your hacks, I would also add, you said bring a laundry bag for your dirty clothes. Yeah. So, so smart. So smart. It's just bring an extra dust bag. if You don't have like a laundry bag. Also, I suggest wearing a comfy outfit on flights. I think most of us know this, but I think some of us forget if the long haul wear your comfy stuff, because again, you'll probably have to pass out. And when it comes to the little toiletry items that we we're talking about. So I used to pack those in my carry on, but one time all of that stuff spilt all over my clothes. So learning the hard way, I've decided to take all that one bag full of my tiny liquids and I always put it on my backpack or my purse that I carry on with me as well. Yeah, I put it in my purse. Yeah, exactly. That way, also that way when you are seated, it's an and you have your purse probably with you and not on the overhead, you can easily grab, you know, your toothbrush and what other little items that you need. Yeah, it just makes it much easier. And when it comes to also saving room in your carry-on, I fold my clothing items and I place each of them in little dust bags. So but I really like your idea though, Lauren. So I'm not someone who hangs up clothes. I maybe hung, I, I hung two dresses on my vacation, but that was about it. Everything else could be just folded. And because uh, most of my clothes just don't wrinkle, but those dresses would have wrinkled had I not pulled them out. But I place everything in dust bags. So I have active wear, my casual wear, my socks and my underwear. I have my sandals and, and one pair of heels also in dust bags so that when I open my bag, I can see everything. Uh, and I think a lot of people, they're called packing cubes. A lot of people have yeah. those as well. I'm actually going to invest in a couple packing cubes because I, I need some. So yeah, it was really nice. It was really easy. 
for me to pack that way. Uh, the only difference is that the way it can be improved is I think just labeling everything. It would be nice to say, oh, that's that, that's that, that's that. They're all in the same color dust bag. So not super, super helpful, but it definitely made everything cleaner. So, you know, a lot of people, they open up the suitcase when they arrive somewhere and it's so messy. You know, it's like so messy. All the clothes are everywhere. I mean, I'll admit that used to be me many, many years ago. But uh, yeah, and and also on this trip, I realized, okay, so it's a relaxing trip. So I don't need to bring all these, all of my nicest clothes, right? Because I'm probably going to be spending most of the time in a bathing suit or just shorts and a t-shirt and you can rewear things, right? So, so yeah, it was like, it was an easier packing trip for sure for me. But yeah, I was thinking about you, Lauren, because I remember on our first trip together, you brought a little mini detergent. So did you do that on this trip to Paris? Because so basically Lauren used to bring a mini detergent to clean some of her items so that she didn't have to overpack. Do you still do that? I love that. Hat. No, yeah, I, I didn't do that this time. I mean, we we're only gone for a week, but you, you could do it, though, if you were gone because we were gone for like a week and a half, I think, last time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to wash stuff in the sink, old school. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love how you did that, and you just you just like hung it. It was great. So, just to simplify things, in my carry on, I when I go into a trip, I think of okay, so there are four main areas that I need to pack. So there's clothes, toiletries, accessories, and shoes. That's how I simplify it for myself. And so I go, okay, clothes, casual wear, evening wear, sleepwear, leisure wear. Underwear, socks, bathing suits. Basically, how we divide our closets. As many of you know, we developed a closet kit, which is on our website at mastersimplicity.com. And we have simplified our closet, which makes it easier to pack and also get ready each morning. And so when it came to my clothes, I was like, okay, well, I need a couple casual. I need a couple evening wear. I need this sleepwear. So it was really easy packing my clothes. Then going to the toiletries, I include all of my face creams, all those products, shampoo, conditioner. This time I didn't bring it because I knew that they would have it there. And so it obviously saves more room in that little (laughs) toiletry bag. And I also include in that category, like hair irons, you know, so simplifying clothes, toiletries. And the third category is again, accessories. So in this area, I consider it like jewelry, scarves, hats, anything I need to bring. And then we have shoes. So what am I going to be doing? Walking, playing sports. Do I need a heel? Do I need a boot? Do I need a sandal? So that's how I do things. I'm like, okay, I don't need to go through a list of all these things. I just know the four categories that I need to cover. And then there's additional items that you bring on the plane with you, right? Outside of your carry-on. So I either bring a purse or a backpack. I know you, Lauren, you always bring your purse. Yeah. It's really cute. You used to make fun of me for having a backpack. I think you still do. <laughs> no, it's cute. <laughs> I have two sides. I have a sporty side. So I depending on the type of trip, if you and I were going to New York, I would bring my purse. If you and I were going for a long haul flight to Italy again, I'd bring my backpack because my backpack is something that's more like easy to travel with rather than something a side purse. So when it comes to my backpack or my purse, I put four key items in that as well. So First is a little compartment that has my passport, an eye mask, and earplugs. Highly recommend an eye mask on a plane. Sometimes there can be light, and so it's harder to sleep. So eye masks are really, really helpful. The second thing I bring is a smaller crossbody bag. So I'll have a little purse bag. And I actually have one from Lululemon. It's 
$40. I see it all over Toronto. Everyone has one. They're so easy. I have probably used this bag. I don't know, probably almost every single day this year since I bought it. Like think about price per wear, really, really good quality. So I just have my, my, my wallet in there, lip chap, toothbrush, toothpaste, floss, eyeglasses, AirPods, things like that. And then the third area is technology. I either bring my laptop or I simply bring my phone with me and my, and my chargers. And then the fourth category that I bring in this purse or backpack is snacks. <laughs> As you know, Lauren, I always have snacks on me. Wherever I go, I always have a snack. And actually, so in university, my friends used to call me the snack queen because if someone <laughs> if someone was ever hungry, they'd be like, oh, do you have a snack? And I would always have one. So I know. I came to Kelly's house the other day and I was leaving. She's like, hey, uh, you want a bar? I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> I always, yeah, I always send someone home with a snack. I just like, it's just like my way of making someone feel at home, you know? It's and cute. <laughs> I guess I always think that way too, because when I visit friends or if I'm out and about and about, I'm sure I sounded really Canadian there. I, I don't know. I always get like hungry. And so I always think, oh, maybe that person's hungry and they're not going home for the next two hours. So maybe they need a bar. I don't know. I think that that way. <laughs> so I always pack snacks. People think that you can't pack snacks when you carry on. Yes, you can. You can, <laughs> just, yeah. Just don't bring a... 500 milliliters of peanut butter. So I got caught in LAX, I don't know, in 2010. They have the best peanut butter ever in, in LA. It's called better than peanut butter. It's not actually peanut butter. It's anyways, oh. it's, it's, it's really good stuff. And I brought it and I remember them taking away from me and me thinking, that's before I knew. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but no, I bring nuts and seeds, granola, as you know, I'm obsessed, protein bars, crackers, and I try to avoid things that are crumbly because I don't like crumbs everywhere. Like my dad's car growing up, he would always have, and he still does, he always has granola bars in his car. Maybe that's where I got it from. My dad always has snacks on him, always. And so he always used to have these Nature Valley crunch bars. And I think he still has some, but they started to get too crumbly. <laughs> so uh -huh. he's like, he's like, can you find new snacks for me that don't crumble all over the car? And so... I took him to the health food store and yeah, anyways, helped him. But a soft one. I'm the opposite. I never have snacks on me. I feel like I would just eat them even if I wasn't hungry. Yeah, that's the problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like if I have to take a snack to work, if I'm working late, I'll bring something I don't like. Yeah. That I don't like that much just so I won't eat it right away. That's like something smart. Like Greek yogurt or something that I'll just, it's just there if I like absolutely need it if I'm hungry later on in the day. But yeah. Yeah, if I had granola bars and stuff, I would just eat them right away. <laughs> yeah. My sister always says, I can't have granola bars in my house. I'll eat the entire box. Yeah, they're so good. They're like chocolate bars. <laughs> some of them are, yeah. Some of yeah. them are chocolate covered. I try to not get those ones because they're kind of sticky, but yeah. That's um, funny. Yeah. Anyways, that's a total side note. But yeah, so there's like a four, again, four main categories in my carry-on, clothes, toiletries, accessories, and shoes, and four main areas in my purse and my backpack. So like the passport compartment, the smaller wallet, and then technology, a laptop, and then snacks. So the reason why I recommend snacks is because a lot of airplane snacks are usually super, super processed peanuts, pretzels. And again, if you have dietary restrictions, it's smart to bring your own. But I think I think what's something that I do really, really want to stress are three travel hacks to really be mindful of. Three things that I've learned over the past, I guess, 
I don't know, four and a half years now. First thing is when it comes to packing a carry-on, pack with intention. So a lot of us think, oh, well, you know, we go at it blindly. I think it's important to ask yourself important questions. So Lauren, I'm going to throw these questions at you. (laughs) So questions like, what will I be doing on this trip? Will I be active? Will I actually wear my workout wear? Will I be going out for dinner? How many evening outfits do I need? Will I be exploring or will I be staying on the property like I did, right? Will I be out and and about and going around or will I be staying on the same property the whole time? Uh, These questions will help us determine what to bring and what not to bring. So that's number one. And number two is focus on the essentials. So eliminate extra items you know you will not need. I have done this. You've done this, Lauren. We'll bring two pairs of dress shoes and we'll realize, oh, we only need to bring one heel or or we'll bring too many toiletries and we realize, oh, we should bring smaller versions of these things. So it's just like your perfume idea. So smart. I actually got a couple of You used to be like, no, I don't want any samples. But now I keep samples with intention now, ones that will be beneficial to me when traveling. That's so funny. Uh, and then the last piece is be honest with yourself. Ask yourself questions like, will I actually use my workout clothes? Will you actually? And then, or will I need my laptop? Will I actually need this laptop? I have been on so many vacations where I brought my laptop and I've never opened it. Even in Greece, I brought my laptop and I used it for 30 minutes and I could have used my boyfriend's laptop. So I thought to myself, I was like, wow, I could have used my phone instead. And that would have saved me so much space, especially for like little weekend trips. If you and I were to go to New York, we just bring our phones. We went to Boston the same time last year. So much fun. One of my favorite trips with you. And the two of us, we just brought our phones. That's all we I brought. I brought my laptop. Oh, you did? Oh. Yeah. I remember having had, I had to do a little bit of work there. So I just send stuff with my laptop, but I brought my laptop to Paris and I didn't, I think I opened it once and I was like, I didn't need to bring this. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's like, especially in my industry, like I never know if a client's going to need something or message me or so I, I just, I do like to have it with me, but if yeah, it, it, it's hard with packing. I, and with the whole like workout clothes and stuff, like I, this time I was like, I'm not bringing stuff that it's like, Oh, I, I might need this. I might wear this. It's like, no, right? these are your outfits and that's it. We're not going to the gym. We're in Paris. People in Paris walk everywhere. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But, and just saying that, like, I was not going to work out while I was there. Mike and I were averaging, averaging like 20,000 steps a day. So I was like, I am justified with my physical activity while I'm here. I don't need to like bring resistance bands and do workouts in the hotel room and stuff. Yeah. Really good point. That is such a you lifestyle. You're so Parisian, Lauren, at heart. Oh, I felt I feel like in Toronto, everyone makes fun of my style because I'm always in my like black turtleneck and my like leather loafers. And I went there and everyone was dressed like me. And I feel like everyone's I don't know. It was just my type of lifestyle there. I'm like, I would love to live here one day. I remember you telling me you're like, everyone's, you know, the, the, the women there, they have these beautiful hats and they have the red lipstick and the classy outfits and trench coats and beautiful boots. And I was like, wow, that is so you. It's so me. Yeah. I love it. It was, it was beautiful. I, my favorite thing to do was just sit at the end of the day, have a glass of wine and people watch. (laughs) Yeah. That's definitely fun. Yeah. My sister and I went to Paris 
and 20, I think it was 2015. We had so much fun. It's yeah. so fun. It's so beautiful there. And we went in the fall. So it was like, oh. it, it was the leaves were turning and, but it was still sunny and it wasn't as busy and yeah. it was a really nice time to go. Wow. Well, I, I love that you were talking about uh, outfits, by the way. You said that you only brought a few outfits so that it cut your decision making once you got there. It's so smart. It's so smart. And outfits, when you're traveling, you can take a pair of jeans and four tops. There's four outfits. And then you yes. could take two dresses. Now you're at six outfits. Like hang those up. It, you can do it very efficiently. If you're not indecisive and, oh, maybe I'll wear that. Oh, maybe I'll... You just got to decide these are my outfits and this is what I'm wearing. And yep. And then when you're get when you get there, you're going to have to wear that because yeah. you, <laughs> you don't have an option. If you really didn't like one, you could just rewear another one. It's not a big deal. Exactly. Exactly. Actually. Yeah. So side note in 2011, I went to a bachelorette party in Vegas and I remember thinking, oh, I want to I want to I want to look good. I want to have some nice dresses. And it was only two nights. I brought seven dresses. And when I got there, I was asking the crew, should I wear this one? Should I wear this one? Should I wear this one? And it took me over two hours to get ready. So that situation made me realize, yeah, you know, if you cut it to just two of us, then you got to wear that. There you go. Sorry. That's all you got. It's the only option that's all you, you got. Have. I mean, you could bring a third one if you really want to have an option, but seven, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so how do you manage your diet while you're on vacation, Lauren? Yeah. I mean, I said with the fitness, I I knew most times when you're going to Europe or anywhere where you're sightseeing, you definitely will be walking all day. So that kind of covers exercise. I'm not really strict with my diet when I'm away. Like I, I mean, in actually in Paris, the food is really high quality and the portions are normal or a bit smaller, especially what we're used to in North America. But no, I had like, we had croissants for breakfast and they have amazing French onion soup and croque monsieurs and we had pasta for dinner. And yeah, it was amazing. Like the food was incredible, but I also walked everywhere and yeah, you were burning. Yeah. I'm sure hopefully it balanced out. If I had gotten back and had gained weight, I would probably just eat a bit less or eat healthier when I got back. But I definitely don't worry about it while I'm away. That's good. We have to cut ourselves, give ourselves some grace, you know, especially when we're on vacation, you know, indulge a little bit. That's what it's for (laughs) sometimes. But again, some people are more strict and they prefer to keep up with their lifestyle even when they're on vacation. Obviously for me, going to a wellness retreat, uh, you'd think it would actually be easier to to keep up with your regular team. For me, I was actually eating way more. But, you know, again, it was it was multiple servings per meal. So it was a lot of food for me, but I, I really, really, I mean, again, I learned a lot of new snack ideas, but yeah, it made me introduce me to new foods. And, but at the same time, I still had snacks so that, you know, in that period where we didn't have lunch or dinner, I, you know, I could grab a bar or, you know, grab a handful of nuts. These are things that I, I, it's a part of my lifestyle and I, I, I need that. Also, I was making sure that I was drinking lots of water, especially with the time change. It's, it can be really hard. And I always bring vitamin C packs. I don't know if some people have seen them in the stores. I find them really helpful. 
and uh, it's just a, w- a way to get more nutrients. And as we have spoken about before, I also brought our Athletic Greens travel packets. So I had one every morning, loved it. Uh, it was so great, so easy. And again, it, it gives me this, I don't know, it makes me feel healthy in the morning. And it's just like a quick throw it back and then I can start my day. For me, like it, it's hard So my boyfriend, he can just go right into a workout without having anything. For me, I need a glass of water, athletic greens, and maybe, um, I don't know, uh, a protein bite or a a handful of nuts or something like that before I do anything. I just need a little something. Again, I think that's inspired by my dad. (laughs) I would play tennis as a kid. He'd be like, did you have a snack? (laughs) I'd be like, no, I didn't. I got to do that. So I think it's a learned behavior with me. But uh, And something else I want to add is that you and I, we've stayed at hotels, we've stayed at Airbnbs. And to be honest, I've always preferred staying in either a hotel with a fridge or an Airbnb because there is a fridge. I don't know if you remember this, Lauren, but in Italy, in Florence, I really used that fridge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we would... didn't have a fridge in our hotel this time and you can't mm-hmm. buy anything. Yeah. Right. You can't put, you can't chill a bottle of water. It's kind of nice when you have that opportunity, but uh, yeah. yeah. So that's, kind of, you know, how I maintain my regular eating habits on the go. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, one other thing I just want to add to this podcast, which I started doing and I, I already spoke about you, Kelly, is I feel like I don't take that many pictures. Mm. So my boyfriend doesn't have Instagram and I want to get a lot of pictures. And I realized I was like, oh, I do take a lot of photos, but I feel like I don't take as many photos compared to my other friends or other people. Yeah. you. (laughs) So what I started doing, which kind of took the stress out of it was just snap a few photos and put my phone away. I feel like sometimes you'll be away or somewhere and you'll take pictures and then you're sitting looking at the photos and you're distracted and that can pull you out of the moment. So it's kind of like, try to do it the old school way, like how you would pull out a camera, take a few photos and put it away. You wouldn't just be on your phone analyzing all of them. So I tried to do that. And that was a nice little hack that it's like, you can look at them at the end of the day. And if you want to post something at the end of the day, when you're in bed, then that's fine. But like, Mm -hmm. don't take yourself out of the moment while you're here in this like beautiful, new, amazing place. Yeah. A lot of us can stop and take a bunch of pictures and we're actually taking ourselves out of that moment. You're right. And, you know, you can take those pictures and then maybe look at them later. It's almost like a surprise later, right? It's almost like- Yeah. Or if you feel bad about yourself, I, I think it's Jim Gaffigan, the comedian. He said, have you ever seen a picture of yourself and it just ruined your whole day? Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I look so bad in these pictures. And then you're like, I look so bad today. But yeah, just take them and put your phone away and don't worry about it. <laughs> I know you sent me a few pictures, which I will share on social. And you're like, I was like, these are so beautiful. You're like, well, you haven't seen the outtakes. Yeah, some of the <laughs> photos I was like, wow. <laughs> It's okay though. I'm like, it's a bad angle. Um, another thing with an, an itinerary too, I feel like people, when they go on trips, they like plan, 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 like every second. And mm-hmm. it's so nice to just go somewhere new and get lost. And mm-hmm. like I said, like one of my favorite things was just sitting, you know, having a cup of coffee in the morning, having a glass of wine in the evening and just watching people who live there walk by. Like it was fascinating. And you know, we would just walk through the parks and do the museums. We did the Dior museum and it it was just so nice to walk around new neighborhoods and, you know, you don't have to plan every second of your trip. 
mm-hmm. can be more relaxing or sometimes more exciting to just go see where the day brings you or even just an afternoon. That's really good advice. I think that's something that we've also done on our trips. We usually have maybe one to two plans per day max. Yeah. So I'd be like, we're going to do this and we're going to do this, or we're just going to do this. And then we're going to just decide as the day moves along. Even in Boston, Lauren, it was like, oh yeah, we're going to do this today. We're going to see MIT's campus. Well, this morning, let's grab coffee. Let's have breakfast. Let's roam the streets a little bit. Then when we go there, we'll spend time there and maybe we'll we'll book a dinner spot. Like it was just very casual, obviously with sometimes with dinners, you got to get your reservation in advance. But I love the idea of not compacting your days, especially on vacation. It just makes things a little bit stressful when you pack them. It's like, okay, what do we do next? Where do we do next? What do we do next? That's not vacation, in my opinion. Yeah. No. And when we're in Boston, we got lost on those little side streets that had all the cute little houses. Yes. Oh, the cobblestone streets. Yeah. I feel like I photographed people's front doors more than I did any other part of the trip. (laughs) I'm like, look at those pumpkins. They're set up so nice. It was like, I feel like every house was done in William Sonoma. (laughs) Every single house. Interior. Yeah. Oh, it was so pretty. But I remember at one point, I mean, and, and you touched on photos. I do love taking photos. I'm being more mindful of that, but I'm really good at just taking them really quickly. I don't take like a zillion, but I remember you'd be like, no more photos. I remember you said that and you told me that on your trip in Paris, you're like, oh, Mike is, Mike is the me. Like he's telling me that I'm taking two photos. So now I know how you feel. Yeah. Now I know how it feels because if you always want a picture, but it's like, you're in such a beautiful place. Like you want the, the good shot. So like, I understand that. So to close off today, I thought I would just end with the benefits of packing light. Just a few quick benefits. Again, you will feel so much lighter. It'll be easier for you to move around, especially if you if your travel involves hopping on multiple planes and trains. And also, you will only pack what you need. So there will be less decision making to be had on what to wear when you get to your destination, as we talked about before. And a little hack, it's easier at the airport going through security. Also, if you're American, if you have TSA PreCheck or Nexus here in Canada, it makes it so much easier. You, the lines are so much shorter most of the time anyways. And uh, yeah, it's just a less stressful process. So it's the worst. Going through security is never fun, Lauren. Never. No, it's exhausting. And it's just mentally less stressful going somewhere with less stuff because you have to worry about all that stuff and just keep track of it and carry it. And even I remember Kelly and I, when we were in Italy that summer, our Airbnb was on the top floor and there was no elevator. And we were taking our carry-ons up. And I looked at her, I'm like, could you imagine we had massive suitcases? Like we wouldn't have been able to get them up those stairs. So it's just, it makes the action, like the portion of the trip that isn't that fun, like getting there so much easier and just so much better. That's such less of a headache. And because I developed this lifestyle and all these little hacks, I enjoy flying. Like I I feel like I get Mm. to the airport. I'm excited. I get on the plane. I have a nice glass of wine. I open my iPad to read my book and it, 
it things just go more smoothly. Like you're not stressed out looking for stuff, like shoving stuff in a suitcase, worrying about if it mm-hmm. got lost, waiting. And when I get off the flight, I just go home. I don't have to go and stand and watch a revolver for 25 minutes. Like yeah, it, it saves you so much time and money. It's expensive to check bags now. I think it's like 75 bucks. Yeah. Or more yeah. depending on how much you bring. Yeah. Yeah. So I I mean, depending on how much you travel, it, it adds up. Yeah. You could save money as well. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah. Very good point. And, and what I also want to add is that you can, I really recommend doing a post vacation audit. I call it separate the items that you didn't use from the items that you did use so that you can identify if you, how much you overpacked or underpacked in some cases, but most of the time you overpacked. So you can identify what you didn't use. And that can be super, super helpful for the next time you travel. You're like, I didn't need this. Oh yeah. I didn't need this. What if item? And again, it goes back to those three ideas is pack with intention, focus on the essentials and be honest with yourself. Again, like if not working out, don't bring those cute little workout clothes because you're not going to wear them. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to need them. <laughs> and 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 if you are really interested in, again, packing and traveling like a minimalist, I wanted to share a few travel influencers that I love with you. One of them is Matt Diavella, which I'm sure many of you have heard of. He is the the best videographer out there uh, who speaks about the minimalist lifestyle. And he has a YouTube video called How to Pack Like a Minimalist. It has millions and millions of views. It is so funny and so smart. Uh, The second one is by our favorite friends, The Minimalists. It's a video called What's in a Minimalist Travel Bag? Joshua Fields Melbourne goes through his bag. They actually have a company called Packed Bags, Packed P-A-K-T bags.com. And it's actually a suitcase, Lauren. Sorry, it's actually, it's a duffel bag or a backpack, Lauren, that opens like a suitcase. I'd never seen something like that before. So it has the two sides. Very, very cool idea. And the last influencer I want to mention is Justin C. That's Justin T-S-E. And he has a video called My Travel Bag Essentials. And It was such a great video. So these are three videos. I will add them in the show notes. They're so wonderful. And if you are looking for a travel bag or a carry-on, this is this is not a promotion. This is just a a brand that I love. Uh, It's Monos.com. It's my carry-on company that I use. And again, the minimalist packs bags looks pretty cool. So if you're looking for something that uh, is easy to travel with, uh, check them out. Sounds good. This was such a fun episode. Yeah, I know. It's good. It's good. I think we should go for more walks in the morning. I think it's really helpful. Yeah, it is. It's nice. And it. I feel like the walk went faster. Usually I'm just trying to find a podcast to listen to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or I like walk around listening to Christmas music. I'm like, hope no one can hear this. <laughs> it makes me happy. Christmas in June, right? No, yeah, Christmas in October. That's Christmas okay. Christmas in October. Well, <laughs> or November. <laughs> Christmas in November. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lauren. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to all of you soon. And I think I'm going to add an Instagram question that's, you know, how do people simplify how they travel and pack? I think it'd be really cool to hear your thoughts. Yeah. I'd like to hear other people's little trips and hacks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks again. And we'll talk to you soon, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening. That was our conversation about how to pack and travel like a minimalist. And we hope that we've inspired you to travel with a carry-on only if you don't already, or simply pack with better intention. And again, as I mentioned in this episode, before you start to pack, it's very helpful to ask yourself questions like, what will I be doing on this trip? What items will I need? Which items will I likely not use? Remember to be really honest with yourself. It's questions like these that will help you focus on the essentials and pack with intention. You will not only feel lighter, but also save time and potentially money. And if you enjoyed our insights today, please let us know by sharing a story on Instagram or Facebook or by sending us a direct message. We would love to hear from you and also learn about your simple living travel hacks. And as always, I want to say a big thank you to all of you who have written us a five-star rating review on iTunes or Spotify. Your reviews help our podcast grow and we absolutely love reading your words. And lastly, I'm excited to share that we will be releasing new weekly episodes through the end of this year. So please look out for them every Monday morning. So thanks again for listening and I will speak with you next week. Bye-bye.